if it's a friend like or somebody that you've integrated so much with that it's hard there's such a big part of your life you know mm -hmm. what i mean yeah i think um especially when you've been together for a long time or if you started out with the same circles of friends mm -hmm. and you know the two are very integrated into the each other's lives the yeah. circle at least try to be cordial <laughs> right or i would hope so or make yeah. an effort right to be cordial or be friendly because it's not just about you um sometimes after the breakup you don't want your family and friends to have to to choose oh who gets to go to the you know the event or who doesn't sometimes people are better off um being individuals, you know, individuals than together with that person yeah. some relationships you just bring out the worst in each other absolutely Hi, welcome to the Magnetic Mismatch Show. This is Linda. And this is Will, and it smells so good in here, you guys. Yeah, so right now I'm lighting one of my favorite candles. Um, it's from a brand called Jill Malone, and it's um, the tomato leaf scent. It doesn't smell like tomato leaf at all. Do you even know what a tomato leaf <laughs> smells like? I guess I don't really know what a tomato leaf <laughs> smells like. I've never picked up a tomato and sniffed the leaves yeah. I don't even think they come in leaves, do they? It's on a vine. vines, right? But th there, there's leaves on vines. I guess so. But I've never done it. So yeah. that's my point. But you know, the thing is, I feel like um, with smells, you have a sharper sense of smell than I do. So um, whenever we buy some of this stuff, it's like you decide because you're like scent deaf. Yeah. <laughs> scent deaf. Wow. Is that like even a word, a thing? What's I don't the know. worst uh, like animal that, that has the worst sense of smell? I don't know. Whatever that is, that's me, I guess. Yeah. It, it could be like, do you smell that? And like, smell what? Like, I don't smell anything. It's normal. <laughs> it's just like the worst person to ask. So but, we actually went to, um, yep. we had a tour. Um, so when we were in, in France, well, south of France, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, we went on a, a tour, uh, a factory of where they make perfume and that's where we got like a little lesson on you know the like the different types of notes they would use for the top the middle the base notes and um they gave like samples like like five samples or something yep. of different types of perfumes that they make um and they're like can you smell any of the notes and will was like oh they all smell the same <laughs> they do like after the fifth one, I'm like, they smell all the same to me. I whispered it to you. I think somebody heard me. And they started they laughing. They started laughing or looking at me in judgment. But <laughs> but no, they were all different and ones. And we got a, uh, like, um, so with the samples, we also got like little cups of um, coffee beans yeah. to like cleanse our, our senses. I could smell that. Yeah. <laughs> but that was funny. But uh, they were telling us about... Um, these people who are actually trained to detect like these the notes in perfume because they can clearly differentiate and um, all the notes and like the you know the way the notes flows in a perfume I don't know there's like a whole art mm. associated with that 
It but, smells like a light touch of rhino's pee mixed with some <laughs> lavender flowers or something ew. like something, something ridiculous and outrageous. I don't think I want to smell like pee, but okay. <laughs> it's like, um, you know, like the same thing with like uh, coffee snobs or wine snobs. It's like, I just, I don't know. Yeah. Like, and the way they describe it, though, is so intricate. Yeah. I'm and jealous. I don't know how they come like, up with that terminology. I just want to be like that sophisticated. Yeah. Right? with You got to have your nose up in the air, though. But <laughs> yeah, those those people with that sharp sense of smell. I mean, it's a small percentage of the population, of course. But yeah. like you said, they're trained and um, they, they're called noses, right? They're, yeah. You're a nose. You're a nose. And I think they have to live like... Um, like they have to be very strict on you know like how they live their lives too like they can't um, be in conditions where it's too cold or too hot because it might ruin their senses or wow. they can't smell anything too too strong all the time you know there's yeah. like a whole way of living Jeez. so they have to like protect their nose they, yeah they're very disciplined about it dang that's crazy um, but I could see that. I mean, these are people that are getting paid to do that. So it's like, that's your talent, right? Mm -hmm. That's not me. Let's put it that way. For sure, that's not me. Um, but anyways, so segueing into our topic today, uh, we have another really good one, I think. Um, a fun one, a as fun always. One. We try to keep things lighthearted on this podcast, especially if you've been listening for any time of period. Um, if you've been a longtime listener, you know. We like to goof around and think out loud almost, right? Like, yeah. what if, da, 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 <laughs> right? So our topic today is, should you be friends with your ex? Should you stay friends with your ex? See, uh -oh. about that. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> you know, I, I think I would, um, personally, if the relationship ended well um, and... And knew that they were good people or mm. a good person, right? But, you know, the way things ended and the way they are, I'm like, oh, they're toxic in my life. So it's a clear cut, like right. a no. For your your exes. Yeah. Same with me. Like for me, I, I just never, I don't think it ever ended in that maturity level. And I don't think I was mature enough myself to even consider staying friends with my ex. Mm -hmm. um, so it just, it, it does depend and we're definitely going to go into that. But I think what sparked this topic in the first place was, of course, we read a story recently mm -hmm. about someone exactly in this kind of situation. And it's it's actually a step above, you know, <laughs> just being friends just, with yeah, your ex. Just being friends. This is... Um... <laughs> Interesting, and and don't understand, and I do understand why um, the girlfriend is, uh, you know, like frustrated. So here's the story. Um, so she's dating uh, a guy, and I think they've been together for a little bit now. Um, I think it's about two years. Yep. She said, um, and the guy still lives with his ex girlfriend. Ding 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, the reason, I think the reason is fair, very fair, um, because the reason why he still lives with his ex-girlfriend is because they signed a lease together. And, you know, to break a lease is, is very expensive, right? Because there's penalties and maybe you could lose your um, deposit. deposit. I don't know. There, it, it depends on their, their, their contract. So I, I get it, 
right? So, um, but he always assured her, don't worry, you know, as soon as the contract ends, like I'm moving out, right? This You don't have to deal with this much longer. Um, you've lasted thus far. It's like there's only um, three more months left, whatnot, on the right. release. And now, so the the ex the new girlfriend is expecting for him to move out of the the house with his ex girlfriend. But now, as the the lease um, contract is ending, and they have to decide if they want to break the lease or renew the lease, uh, he's telling her that he wants to renew the lease with his ex girlfriend. Uh -oh. And his reasoning. <laughs> is it's kind of ridiculous. This is, this, good, is guys. this is good. This is pretty ridiculous. But um, his reasoning is the reason why he does not want to break the lease is because him and his ex girlfriend they figured out how to be roommates and how to coexist with each other uh, in a non romantical romantic way and non confrontational. Like yeah. they won't argue and stuff. Apparently, yeah, a non romantic way. Um, and also he would miss the dog too much. <laughs> okay. Like I, I'm a pet lover. Yes. You know, I get it. And it's man's best friend and I love dogs. You know, you know how much yeah. I love dogs, but I, I don't think that's a good enough reason in my opinion, you know, to, to tell your new girlfriend, like, yeah, sorry, I can't live with you or I can't leave my ex because I'd miss the dog too much. Yeah. Like, I call BS on that, unfortunately. Same. But... Um, Maybe they got the dog together. Maybe that was something that was part of their relationship. But they could share custody when he moved out there. Yeah, maybe it's like their little kid, right? Like, yeah, well, he could get the, the dog for half the time uh, or go take it for walks when he chooses damn, to. Damn, you're, you're very, like, 50-50 yeah. <laughs> there. Um, or... You know, and it, it kind of sucks for the new girlfriend too because uh, she is saying as well she's frustrated because she doesn't know and she doesn't know what to do uh, because um, they've been dating, you know, for a while now, but they're not ready to move in together yet, That's which true. is very fair, yeah. right? Um, you know, some, some couples take need more time and that's yeah. understandable. And in her case... She's in a little bit of a pickle because it's like, it's like, okay, she doesn't want him to move in with her. But then yet, you know, she doesn't want him to continue to live with the ex-girlfriend. But yeah. he seems very, like, adamant about it. Absolutely. Like, I, I just think there's there's got to be more to it. You know, his two reasons that he gave her, that mm -hmm. cannot be the real reasons yeah. that he's choosing to stay there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I think... Um, before we go too deeply into the story itself and dissect it a little bit more, I think it'll be cool to like think about, you know, what are the reasons maybe that like, let's start with just choosing not to be friends in the first place with your ex. You know, uh, we mentioned a couple of things earlier, but what do you think for you specifically would be a reason that you wouldn't think it's a good idea, you know, to stay with your ex as a friend, as a friend. or keep them in your life? Um, I think for me, it's more like it makes moving on harder. And I don't know if it's good energy to have, you know, a person there that's constantly reminding you of 
you know, the horrible things that happened or the horrible things that you've done to each other, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, ah. Or, yeah, it's just, I think it just makes moving on so much harder because it's like a constant reminder. Right. See, for you, you're, you, you said that it would remind you of the bad things. For me, I think it would be harder uh, because I, I would probably think about all the good things too. Like, oh, we used to do this together and now we don't. We used but to... that's if your relationship was good. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if, if you're staying with, if you're planning on staying or even considering being friends, being with friends, I guess, wouldn't you only think of the good stuff, right? Like, so for me, I think it would, I would just have a hard time moving on. I agree with what you said. Exactly. Moving on, even considering thinking about other new relationships just because, um, you know, you're such a, you're still a part of my life on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And and maybe it depends on, on what we're talking about when we're saying staying friends, right, with your ex. Like, to what degree? Yeah. Ma- is, it like, just, is it a text every once in a while? Is it being friends on social media? Or is it Being cordial at a, right? a party? Or is it actually like, hey, let's go hang out once in a while? Yeah, so I think for me, like... If the relationship was decent, and even if we got ended on bad terms, right, mm-hmm. I don't think I would be the type that would just say, if I saw you on the streets or if I bumped into you somewhere randomly, that I'm going <laughs> to pretend like you don't even exist. <laughs> you know, I'm going to put up my freaking blinders or not even look in your direction. Mm-hmm. I would probably say, hey, you know, what's up kind of thing. But uh, but I'm not also going to make an effort to be like, you know, oh, my God, we should totally catch up. We should like, you know, plan some like events with we should double date, whatever. Right. Like, I, I don't think I would do that. Yeah. I would not make a an extra effort to try to pursue that relationship. But I also wouldn't come. I don't think unless things, things ended up really badly to, that I would cut them out completely from my life either. Yeah. And I think it's kind of awkward, too. Absolutely, it's awkward. It's just so awkward to see them there and then like, or just to have them in your life. And like, you know, once, um, you know, you you two start dating other people, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's kind of weird to, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about, hey, we're having a football party. Let me invite my ex-girlfriend and you know, my current boyfriend is there. It's kind of, it's kind of, it creates like, almost like a, tension almost i just don't think you could ever fully or completely like get that out of your mind meaning if you had a relation intimate relationship with somebody you were in a romantic you were romantically involved Mm -hmm. and you see them at an event no matter what you you can't help but something will come back up to mind yeah like you were together once you were like you know like i said partners yeah. So I think that's very difficult. But I also think like why I think um, if I'm in a situation where I broke up with my ex, I wouldn't choose to stay with them because what if there's an unequal relationship, meaning one person loves the other person more or wants the relationship more? What if I broke up the relationship mm-hmm. But then she she didn't really want that to happen. And she wants to stay friends with me because 
she's hoping if we stay in contact, something can maybe happen oh, down the road. There. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that can happen, right? That can happen. It's not always a mutual breakup. No. So basically, uh, you don't want to continue being friends with her. Uh, it's because you don't want to give her the wrong idea that I don't want to lead her on. May yeah. spark again. Exactly. Um, so it, again, it depends on the situation, right? I'm just trying to think about what other cases uh-huh. of that can happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do you agree with that, or do you I think do. it would I, be different? Yeah. I mean, I see that, but then there are you know reasons why people can choose to be friends too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. I think we know some of them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you know sometimes people are better off. Um, being themselves, like individuals. You know, individuals, then together with that person. Yeah, absolutely. For some reason, it's like as an individual, they're great people. Um, you know, fun to be around. You know, positive. But suddenly they get into the relationship, and it's like they're a whole new, different person. Because yep. I feel like some relationships you just bring out the worst in each other. Absolutely, we all know people like that, and it's. It's kind of weird to see, um, like that person you described. What if, like, when they're in the relationship with that person, they become the total opposite? Yeah. Right. Constantly negative, needy, insecure, whatever, and it it doesn't just impact the two people in the relationship. It makes it awkward for everybody else too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially when they're like bickering, like in front of you, or um, or like. You know, it's just <laughs> there's just drama, or they create tension within the the group. Or yeah, yeah. You know, it's just uh, it's like you feel like you don't want to take sides, but they, it's they make, hard. Yeah. They make you feel like you have to. Absolutely. Um, but let's say th- that couple, right? Uh-huh. And they decide, hey, listen, and they recognize that. You know, we love each other. We're such good friends prior to the relationship. Uh, we have so much fun together, but we're just not meant to be together. Yeah. And I think they, that happens more often than we think. Yeah. And they break up. You know, good reason. Mutual decision. Mutual decision. No. Um, no animosity, exactly. I think, towards each other. No hard feelings. It's just like, hey, we're not a good fit. We don't like each other when we're together kind of thing. Or who we are, who we become. Mm-hmm. Right. So then let's go those, our separate ways. Yeah. Then I think those people, it's okay for them to be friends. Yeah. Because I think just because you you didn't work out um, romantically, it doesn't necessarily mean that there was no chemistry or Mm -hmm. that you guys still can't get along because there's clearly a reason you got together in the first place, right? There's something that attracted you to each other or um, that bonded the two of you. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So you think in that case, it would be okay and it would make sense, yeah? For somebody to stay as friends. Maybe they're just better off as friends. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like, uh, and especially if they were friends prior to um, the relationship. Yeah. Like, there's no reason for that. And, you know, it ended, like, mutually. There's no reason for them to have to lose a friendship. Sure. And it's hard hard enough to find, like, good friends or people that you, you vibe with mm-hmm. on a deeper level. So it would be a shame, you know, especially if you've been, if you were, imagine friends with them for 10, 20 years or something. I'm exaggerating a little bit. And then, you know, you guys decided to date and you dated for a couple of years, but that didn't work out. Mm -hmm. 
I think it's fine. You have enough, a strong enough base of friendship where it can, it can still make sense, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Especially if it's a friend like, or somebody that you've integrated so much with that it's hard. There's such a big part of your life. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, I think um, especially when you've been together for a long time yeah, or or if you started out with the same group of um, circles of friends. All the mutual friends. Yeah, and, and the, you know, the two um, individual are very integrated into the... Each other's lives. The yeah. circle. I think it's, it's not fair um, to at least try to be cordial right or (laughs) i would hope so or make an effort right to be cordial or be friendly because it's not just about you um sometimes after the breakup right um if they're that impacts everybody else exactly and especially when they're that integrated into the the circle you don't want your family and friends to have to to choose, oh, who gets to go to the, you know, the event or who doesn't. Oh, yeah. I've heard, I've had that happen with uh, friends where they said, you know, my ex is going to be there um, at that party. So we, we talked about it. I'm not going to show up because they kind of like alternate almost. And it's like, wow, interesting. Yeah. And I think in, you know, a situation like that, like you don't have to be best friends, right? But you should at least, learn how to coexist with each other. And <laughs> yeah. do you never know, you know, time heals a lot of things, not everything, but a lot of things. And, you know, as you move um, forward in your life and your your ex, they move forward with their life, um, you know, over time, I hope you two can be friends again, just for the sake of everyone um that are involved in yeah. in your lives and and also um it, it's just it's just hard for them right it's like they love you too individually they care about they you they cared about you right and um it, and you hope that you know they didn't care about you was because you two were in a, a you relationship were a yeah. you're a couple and that was the only reason yeah, and that's the only reason. <laughs> How messed up would that be? It's like, I only love you when you're together. But if if you're not together, I Bye. don't love you anymore. <laughs> and so what does that say about that love? Was it real to begin with? Was it legitimate and genuine? You yeah, know what I mean? exactly. So don't make them choose. You know, just get along. Life will, will go right. forward, move forward. Yeah, because I've definitely um, heard stories where you're so integrated, so deep in a relationship that let's say you're on the verge of like getting married or mm-hmm. you've had talks about it or maybe you did get engaged and it, it got broken off and it didn't work. Yeah. You know, um, it doesn't mean that the everybody involved doesn't care anymore. Yeah. It's just, it it's a challenging situation. Yeah. And I think a classic example, one that you've talked to me about was um, like some celebrities, you know, you can look at their lives and how how they've kind of worked things out. I mean, like Will Smith, I think, was the example that you used, right? Yeah. So he uh, he was married, and then div- uh, he had um, a child, right? He's no longer a child, but he's yeah. a grown adult now. But um, he had a child with his his um, ex wife. He got a divorce. He remarried, had two more kids, and you know, and his ex wife 
remarried and they integrate the the family like the fam the two families they take vacations mm-hmm. with each other and and you know they try to make um the lives of their you know their children as yeah. normal as possible because it wasn't just about them right it's, exactly there's kids involved too mm-hmm. that impacts them yeah yeah so the fact that the the kids are involved um you know they they wanted to be as cordial as with each other and then you know they just integrated yeah exactly and to have like nice healthy relationships with each other so you know they're 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 not always down each other's throat or you know and they're and their kids it's like it helps i guess less with the the interruption right and then it shows them like hey you know mom and dad can be cordial yeah cuz uh if that doesn't work out it can create such a weird environment for the kids that it'll mess them up you know mm-hmm. i mean again not that celebrities are yeah, a role model that's role model yeah. by any means <laughs> no. but uh they're people too and and it happens right like for, with normal everyday people and we can point to some examples like that so. yeah and i think sometimes you know people choose to be friends with the, their ex as well is because there's some sense of comfort and familiarity there right um like especially if you've known for so long and you've been so much in a routine to all of a sudden not have that anymore yeah or like yeah in a routine or some people they may even work at the same job they have the same route to work oh my gosh you know, it's yeah. just like it's just kind of nice to to have that um still have that even though there's nothing romantic there, but right. just to have that. Sometimes I can see how that could be like comforting yeah. to the the person as well. Yeah, I think those are all good reasons, you know, for for people to stay friends with their ex. But I feel like sometimes though, it's just like everything, there could be also ulterior motives from some people. Absolutely, you know, maybe not the best intentions, right? Like I feel like I've definitely heard of situations where somebody chose to stay friends with their ex because it was almost kind of like a a safety net mm-hmm. you know for themselves in case their new relationship doesn't work out or they're afraid that other relationships might not work out but hey I'm still friends with my exes yeah I've got you know uh some options here right yeah. I could always fall back on yeah which I, at that point I don't know if that's the best um way to think about things no and to each their own, though, right? Yeah, but <laughs> oh, that's a sticky one. Um, it is. Yeah, or like some people I know, it's kind of like, oh, they, you know, they may the relationship may be over, but let's say they still have feelings for their ex. Being friends w- with their ex allows them to be, to, you know, they're, near they're, them. Yeah, be near them and try to respark something. It's like they're within reach still, right? right? They're not so. Um, distance from your life where it's awkward to reach out to them mm-hmm. you know to, to say even higher hey let's go hang out yeah and it could be part partly uh insecurity too you mm-hmm. know like sometimes i feel like if you're so deeply emotionally involved with somebody it could be a part of it. it's like i want to possess that person almost right i don't want that person to move on they can't move on before i move on kind yeah. of thing too you know what i mean yeah so it's like i don't know it's crazy it's complex and and that's why we're talking about this because there is no right answer really yeah and i think um just circling back to the, this yeah. uh the story yes uh, i think you know after we've gone through 
like numerous reasons, yeah, right? Just pros and not pros and cons, but like both sides, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think in this case, I think the guy is probably wanting to sign the lease with his ex is because he's hoping to respark something with her. Yeah. Because you know, clearly, yes, we did. I did talk about how it's expensive to break a lease and stuff, but that did not seem like it was his main concern. His main concern mm-hmm. was um, the dog and that, you know, him and his ex, they have a routine. Right. It could be him holding on to something. For whatever reason, he's holding on. He's choosing to hold on yeah. to that relationship that's technically already over. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I think the other girl, right, his ex, is also agreeing to that. Yeah. It just, it tells me that maybe they haven't fully both accepted that this is over or that they'd want it to be over. Yeah. But the the victim almost in this situation or the third party that's kind of the most impacted would be the, the new girlfriend. Yeah. She's kind of caught in the middle of this. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be fair for her to you know, set boundaries with her her new boyfriend to speak her mind. If she's not comfortable with that, um, she should speak her mind. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if he still is in disagree, like he doesn't agree with her and and still wants to live with the the ex-girlfriend, then I think it's her decision to... What to do. What to do. Like, does she want to stay in a a relationship where, you know, her boyfriend can't even compromise Mm -hmm. and can't even see things on like her side, how uncomfortable it may be for her. Um, I don't know. Right. Or she could say that's fine, but I don't know if that would be something that she could live with long term because it might pop up again. Because it seems like it's really bothering her. Absolutely. It bothered her enough to talk about it. Yeah. So, and I'm I'm curious what the boyfriend thinks. So like what his perspective is. Yeah, like what's his true perspective is. Like yeah. Not well, his... and, and what, what are his thoughts about his current girlfriend's feelings? You know, mm-hmm. maybe he doesn't even know because she hasn't talked to her him about like how much it bothers her, right? So it, it has to start I with mean, a dialogue. He, she does bring it up pretty frequently. <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah, it sounds like it. And and you know, he kept reassuring her. That's true. That's true. That don't worry, the lease is over. So he obviously he, he obviously knows she's not cool with it. Yeah. yeah so it just true. seems to me that you know, number one, he's he's dismissing her feelings, mm. right? Or you know, number two, he's not that serious about the new relationship, and he's hoping to yeah. to spark, um, right. to respark, reignite, yeah. reignite the the the, the relationship one. he had with his ex. Yeah. And that, that wouldn't be fair, you know, to the new person Mm-mm. because you're not even emotionally ready to move on clearly, right? Yeah. And yet you're leading this new person on almost. Yeah. You're giving them hope that this is going to go somewhere, but his his actions are speaking differently. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Well, I think that's it. That yeah. kind of wraps things up for this episode. Uh, make sure to follow our Instagram page and YouTube channel. It's at Magnetic Mismatch. And our podcast is available on all audio platforms. So make sure to give us a five-star rating and review if you enjoyed the episode. Absolutely. And we release a new episode every Thursday. And please make sure to subscribe to our um, different platforms and also to share our content. Yep. Until next time, guys. Bye. Bye.